Welcome back. Today is Monday, January 14th. From NFL playoffs and the Dead Wings to morning routines and double IPAs, this episode is sticky as honey. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope everyone can hear us out here. Just realized I forgot to double check all of our sound stuff, which is why me and Matt can't hear each other right now, actually. (laughs) (laughs) So, right. Um, Yeah, we'll we'll figure it all out and go from there. It'll be good. I can not promise you that, but I definitely give it a whirl. Um, So, yeah. But, so, question of the podcast. (laughs) Sorry, just getting into my head straight. It's fine. You no, things. no, we're good. We're good. Question of the podcast. So what we wanted to do is get this episode's going to be a little more sportsy than normal, but we wanted to know, we got the big game coming up, Super Bowl Sunday in a couple weeks. Uh, we know our conference finals games, the uh, Saints and Rams and Chiefs and Pats. Who do you think is going to win? Um, we had many people um, sound off on this. It's awesome. It was great. Um, Thanks, had, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Rams, Chiefs, Rams, Chiefs. Um, Goff versus Mahomes, the Rams chief, you know, the normal ones. A lot of Patriot love out there, Saints love. Um, it's funny, the ones I saw were either Saints and Pats or Chiefs and Rams. There was never Saints and Chiefs and no. Rams and Pats. Exactly. So It's not going to be the Lions. <laughs> that sweatshirt <laughs> and Michigan is college team and the Tigers play baseball, so... <laughs> we're doing fantastic to start <laughs> off. <laughs> um, so I just want to get our quick thoughts on the postseason so far and what we think of the games and our predictions. In all honesty, they've just been, quick. No, they've been really boring. They have the best game was Saints Rant or Saints Cowboy. Who they no Eagles. There you go. I was gonna let spit you it out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. No, Saints Eagles was a good game. I mean, they came down the wire. Um, it was funny to watch the man who, after week six, said he had the best hands in the NFL, Elshon Jeffrey, and then he let his, the third drop of the season go through his hands for an interception to lose the game. I will say this: at least he owned it. Oh, absolutely. I will. I will absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree. He did talk himself up to fail pretty bad there, but he owned hey, it. So three drops all season. Yeah, not bad. Take it and run. Take it and run. So, who are your two teams? Saints, Chiefs. Absolutely. Well, this is going to get boring. <laughs> is that your two yeah, teams? I, yeah, I take the Saints. I think Drew Brees is on a mission right now. Seeing him come back against Philly gives that team a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think uh, New England going on the road and how they've played on the road so far this season and then having to go to Arrowhead to play the Chiefs, who are on fire as well. Um, I want to see him taken down. I'm going to take the Saints, though winning it even though i'd love to see chiefs eric fisher fire up chips he had chip word still gonna take the saints so i think the saints have a really good chance but uh go mahomes oh, uh, pat pat my boy i'd pat love to Mahomes, s- my homie my love homie to pat. see him win but i just i think he's too youthful i think that's gonna show but it i guess it hasn't yet to this point and we're 18 games in so he's got a he's got a youthful 50 plus touchdowns in his name right now. Exactly. That's just it, though. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So, cool. All right. 
we're going to bring, as many of you remember, our good friend Jared Miner on. Double Miner. Double Miner, are you there? I'm here. Awesome. We have some fantastic questions to go through with Jared. Um, football, or not football, some hockey, some life. Uh, I'll let Matt get started. So, uh, Jared, how are you, first off? I'm good. Happy belated birthday. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Really it, was, it was nice to spend the spend the night with you. Whoa. You guys, <laughs> you guys stayed the night together? I told everyone I went home by midnight. but <laughs> That's what he Didn't told me. to turn into a pumpkin. He told me 11, <laughs> so. <laughs> so uh, let's get into some hockey a little bit here. What do you think about that? Yeah, let's begin talk some hockey. All right, man. So uh, the Wings so far, what do you think? I mean, look at uh, what you thought preseason and early on in the season. What are you thinking so far this year? <clears throat> well, at the midway point now, uh, not too good. I mean, it's <laughs> they're 17. They got 17 wins and like 40 or 44 points, something like that. Uh, not quite dead last, but working towards it. A lot of close games. Uh, kind of fun to watch, though. They they play hard. They've been hitting. There's been some fights since the last time I was on, and they looked like the wings of old for a little bit. I mean, it's a little frustrating. I mean, I'm a fan, so. But if they stay healthy, they've dealt with a lot of injuries. You know, something could happen. There's some bright spots throughout the game. Uh, yeah, I mean it's been uh, it's been exciting. <laughs> yeah, so <do> <laughs> I can tell you're thrilled. Do you think we have a chance at Jack Hughes? Uh, I think I don't think we do. I mean, unless they really, really tank, but it would almost have to be on purpose at this point. Yeah, I I think so too. Even with the lottery, I mean that's that's tough. Um, they've uh, I gotta say though they, I they look a lot better than I thought they would. I thought they would be miserably bad, but they're at least fun to watch most times. Yeah, they lose, but they're fun. Yeah, like I said, the games have been close. It hasn't. I mean, they've only been blown out a couple times, so that's a lot of fun. It's all it's Red Wings hockey, so that gets me excited, regardless win or lose, but. The young kids are fun to watch. Bertuzzi had a hat trick the other night, and he's like a little spark plug. He's fun to watch. Yep. Yep. He's got a lot of growing up to do, and it's going to be exciting watching him play. Um, moving on here, your boy, Jimmy Howard. <laughs> yeah, my buddy. <laughs> Jimmy, why is he an all star? Because we had to send somebody from our team. Wouldn't they send Larkin, though? <laughs> You know, a lot of people are super upset about that, and they'd rather see Larkin represent the team. But when you look at, you know, they can only send so many players for each position, and we're in the Eastern Conference, so that's tough when you're going up against, you know, people want to see, you know, Crosby and Ovechkin, even though he's staying home, and all these big names, the depth is just too much. And I think Jimmy was really our only option. And, I mean, frankly, he's not a bad option. He's been our most consistent player, and I don't know. I I would rather see Larkin go myself, maybe because I'm anti-Jimmy, but, you know, (laughs) we'll see. It's a second All-Star game, so 
Yeah, I'm not much of a Jimmy Howard guy myself. He had one good postseason, and then he's gotten all the accolades after that and hasn't looked very good. Right. So do you see any trades in the future? I mean, Detroit obviously is tanking at this point. Do you see any trades coming down the pipeline? Well, I mean, we've all been Detroit fans our whole lives, and it's it's really tough to tell, especially with the salary cap. If it happens, it won't really be until, I think, closer to the playoffs. And if they did, I think it would be probably Howard would be the one getting traded because he's played consistently. It's the last year of his contract. But I think they're going to ask for a ton in return, and I don't know if anybody would be willing to give that up. I'd be happy to watch him. I don't want to see him with us, so. Yeah, I mean, Bernier's played okay this year. As far as the future beyond that, I don't know where we stand. A couple other names I've heard thrown around, like Daly might go just because he's a defenseman. Same with Nick Jensen, the young kid with a lot of ice time. And then if somebody's looking for a scorer, they might pick up Nyquist, kind of how he got rid of Tatar last year. But I don't know how he'd do on, a, on another team. Um. So, since we're talking about goalies here, what's your thoughts? I I love this, but uh, how do you feel about the whole reserve goalie rule? Oh, is that how they have one at each yeah, rink? Each rink's got to have their own reserve goalie. I think I didn't even. I've been playing my whole life. I didn't even know that existed until that guy from Chicago came out and won the game <laughs> for him. But I think that's it's pretty neat. I mean, I felt terrible for the the one they that Detroit had to dress and they wouldn't even let him in the locker room. I don't <laughs> get that. So he's just sitting out there. But So who's gonna win the cup, man? Well, I don't know if you guys remember who I said to start the year. And I don't, I'm gonna i I'm gonna stick with it with Tampa. I'm still sticking with Toronto. I don't remember that's enough <laughs> no, T- Tampa's in first right now, and I mean they were in first about this time last year too, and then they really <laughs> just fell off. But um, I don't know; they had a huge lead. They score like five goals a game, it seems like, and I don't know. Their injuries haven't really hurt them too much, for sure. Um, so to steer a little away from hockey, what was the last thing you ate? The last thing I ate uh, for dinner, I made some pasta with red sauce. That's my son's favorite food. Did you use yeah. any protein inside pasta with red sauce? I used some ground venison inside of the red sauce. Nice. All right. Yeah. I had quesadillas. I love sushi. I love quesadillas. I love quesadillas. I also love pasta with red sauce. I'm not a sushi guy. I love it. Everything. I know you do. Except for canned <laughs> tuna. Canned yeah. tuna. Gross. Yeah. 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 Um, so one last question. We'll get on. Let you go. Um, what's your morning routine like? My morning routine, like before I even leave the house? Yeah. Yeah. Like to the point where you leave and go to work. Oh, I'm a, I'm a hit. I'm a hit the snooze a few times, get in the <laughs> shower and brush my teeth while the shower is warming up and get dressed and head out. Nothing nothing too crazy. 
listen to talk radio on the way to work. You a breakfast guy? I'm not a breakfast guy. You gotta eat breakfast every day. I mean, I might have a granola bar here or there. Good for you, I guess. I eat a lot of breakfast. Yeah. Like I do all my other meals. We're gonna talk about breakfast later in this episode, actually. Oh, what about second lunch? <laughs> yeah, that comes like at noon when most people's yeah. first lunch comes. So, what do you do between like breakfast time and lunch time? You just not eat. I'm usually working. Yeah, not not eating. I eat a lot. Yeah. You're always in the minority, don't you know? <laughs> I don't know if that's accurate. <laughs> it's pretty accurate. So. Whatever. All right, Jared. We'll let you go. Thanks for coming oh, thanks on. For having... we will be oh, thanks for having soon. me. You have a wonderful evening, my friend. Hey, you guys have fun tonight. Thanks. We always we do. Thanks, brother. <laughs> right. We'll talk to you. All right. See ya. So, uh, Snoop, Snoop Dogg, Snoop, Snoop, Snoop Lion. Uh, I don't know. What else was he? Snoop is he Snoop Dogg? He's, he's Snoop Dogg. Yeah, okay. he used to be Snoop Lion. A whole bunch of other crap. Anyway, did you hear him? He was a commentator for a Kings and Penguins game over the weekend. Yes, he was. He is good. <laughs> Surprisingly good at announce or commentating rather a hockey game. How fast paced it is, and I mean, he's not notoriously a hockey fan. He's a much bigger football you, and basketball fan, and you could tell that he wasn't a hockey fan listening to him talk. But that's what made it fun. But he, like, so they do like in hockey, they do subs on the fly. And he goes, and "Look at this dude just jumping over the boards, ready to play the game." <laughs> that's funny. It's really funny. So we'll be sharing that video or the link to the video once uh, we get another episode today because it's worth a watch. So and we don't have the rights to play it. Yeah, we got in so, trouble with doing that before. So. <laughs> so we'll be sharing it on social media. Look for it. It's uh, it's funny. It is really yeah, funny. It's good. I mean, you'll listen to it. You'll you'll think everyone out there will think it's hilarious. So, so it's, I think it's I think it's really cool when uh, professional sports they bring in these people that aren't necessarily announcers once in a while. Oh, I think so too. Pat McAfee. That, did. I was just thinking that like there should be a network that is cable so you can cuss on it <laughs> and so just like, hey, we're going to come in and give you literally couch quarterbacks them them announcing have them be like pat mcafee somewhat intelligent about the game or snoop dog very entertaining not just me and max that we know no one wants to listen to us talk about it but <laughs> go on there you want to cuss <laughs> right exactly. it was a boring golf match that we got cut off at because we hit our max <laughs> limit on everything but um just talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Like, cuss. Hey, man. Oh, dude, that was awesome. It's just more from the heart and actual fans than, hey, if you want to listen to the professional broadcast and Booger McFallon flying around on the Boogermobile, fine, do it. You know, go ahead and do it. But I think there is a, a market out there for something like that, something Barstool-esque of, hey, we're going to talk sports. But we're going to go off the cuff and do our own thing. So when you said the Boogermobile... I envision Booger McFarlane as a bad guy <laughs> in like the 1970s Batman show. It's like, Robin, look out. Here comes Booger McFarlane in his Booger Mobile. <laughs> he just flies down the street in a snot colored vehicle. He's like, I'm going to get you, Batman. And 
That's what I envisioned. So they <laughs> they need to do that. Have him in like a little power wheel on the sideline. <laughs> Freaking plane wings pop out and all of a sudden he's flying over the field. Dude, I can't believe they're seriously considered bringing that back. I know they didn't do it for the playoff game they had, but I haven't heard they're giving it the axe for sure yet. Have you? No, I haven't heard either way. I think it's stupid. Literally the worst thing ever. But what do we know? We don't get paid. Hey. I have opinions on that matter. We, 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 we made some money. Yeah. So much money. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. This show is not our greatest. No, <laughs> We're all rattled from technical difficulties. I probably didn't even spell difficulties correctly, so who knows. Um, but <laughs> Matt's checking. <laughs> uh, yes, got it. Autocorrect. Adam's not a good speller. <laughs> no, I'm not good at spelling, and I'm not the greatest math whiz either. I'm pretty good at drinking beer. That's about it. It's a song. I like that song. I know. Now our whole podcast probably got muted because I said that. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah, you're so smart. All right. <laughs> so we apologize we're a hot mess. for everyone on Facebook who did get to listen to the uh, Jared interview. Again, go to the podcast on Wednesday, listen to it, check it out. But he touched on something we all did on Saturday. Um, Saturday was Matt's 22nd birthday. 22nd <laughs> birthday, all right. Back in my glory days. <laughs> right, right. He's not 30 yet, so he's still pretty young. Um and his lovely wife decided to throw him a surprise party. Yeah. So surprise uh, get together. First, I'd like to say thank you to my lovely wife, Shayna, for doing such a wonderful thing for me. I was, uh, it's kind of funny because I was told that we were dropping our daughter off at my parents and we were going to go out for a nice dinner, maybe some drinks afterwards. And um, a friend of mine, Marcus, came over and he was sitting on the couch and was talking and. I was, like, shutting all the lights off and putting my <laughs> shoes on, like, trying to get him to leave. He said he was just stopping by on his way through, and he wasn't, like, leaving. I'm like, well, Shana, don't we have to, like, go soon? And so she was, like, going around the house and turning all the lights back on that I was turning off. I like, <laughs> didn't want to tell Marcus to leave because that's rude. I'm like, dude, like, I want to go eat dinner and, and uh, you know, get, get going. All of a sudden, <laughs> you showed up and with your family, and a bunch of people started piling the house. I'm like, oh, she got me. <laughs> Usually, my wife's not that great at surprising me because I always tend to start to figure things out, and she spills the beans. She did a great job this time. It's been a couple of weeks that you know about it, hasn't it been? Beforehand? Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry, I was reading a comment. <laughs> she, she, uh, she told you a couple of weeks beforehand, didn't she, about... Coming over for my birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we talked about it quite a while actually. Um, there were some things discussed, and uh, initially, well, I guess we settled on that. Obviously, uh, but the funniest part was I walk in, and you most of our listeners know of Marcus at least. He's sitting on the couch, <laughs> just like in his coat, yep. like whatever. Then we walk in, and then when it clicked, he stands up and goes, oh, I can take my coat off. Took his coat off, went and got a beer. <laughs> Thank God. You could tell he was just like. He was, he was like ready to leave and then come back. <laughs> so I was like pushing him out the door. <laughs> so thanks to everybody, you and your family and everybody else that came over. It was a really good time. Meant a lot. Really meant a lot. And Shayna, thanks for setting it up. Yeah. Pretty swell. 
Oh, and on top of that, uh, they're not for sale yet, but uh, she is getting us tickets for the um, Tigers opening weekend against the uh, the Royals. How did... Okay. Why does Shayna love you so much? What do you do? I make... Because I know what you do, and I don't know why she would be this nice to you. I make <laughs> enough money to cover the mortgage every month. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> She's happy with that. Oh, lordy. My All of my income goes towards paying bills. So she doesn't have to pay bills, I guess. Oh, there you go. I mean, you're good for something, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it did take her to a Red Wings game for her birthday. It's only right that she then takes you to a Tigers, Tigers game. game. Exactly. For my exactly. birthday in the spring. <laughs> but I'm excited. <laughs> Love going down to Comerica. Are you so you're going for the weekend? So you're gonna are you gonna hit multiple games? Then? No, uh, we'll probably just go to one game, maybe two night weekend, maybe one night. We'll see. Hey man, I don't know. Take it and run, take it and run. I don't do much running. Take it and roll. I do a lot more rolling than I do running. <laughs> um, so around my birthday time here, I uh, purchased myself as we talked last week a new softball glove. Softball glove finally came. No, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Not you only your story. <laughs> no, you did. You, you that is true. You did purchase it, and he went into a bunch of details and looking stuff up because it's an important purchase to him, which I completely understand. You are obsessed with this bat glove. Like it was scary. Not so much the bat. Like the bat. Like it's new. And new bats are fun, but the glove. Absolutely obsessed. <laughs> I'm not a baseball dude. That might be why I don't get it. Maybe if you were talking about like a putter, it might be a little more okay. Yeah, I get it. But yeah, but that's probably the equivalent to me. So what? What makes baseball and softball tough is there's no other. I mean, with the exception of shoes, a little bit. There's no other item in sports that you need to play a game that you have to break in and you have to break it in to conform perfectly to your hand and how you like to catch the ball and how you like to use it there's nothing else i mean a baseball bat you break in a little bit but putter and driver or driver excuse me you have to break in a little bit but it doesn't change the way it feels and conforms around here. so getting a new glove it's like a child an infant you have to raise it and shape <laughs> it exactly how you want it and how you like it, it's difficult, man. It's a lot. So, one of my mentors is watching right now, Pierre. What's up, dude? Love you. Miss you. You need to get on the show. We'll Skype you in and we'll make sure it works. But you, because he's a baseball dude, he would totally understand what you're talking about right now. Probably. If he's got any sort of sense of Marines, he must be, because he he's a baseball guy. You just don't get this, man. I no, I don't. I, <laughs> I I don't get it, and I'm fine with not getting it. And Pierre, yes, you're right. I am wearing a U of M go blue shirt, and my profile picture on the thing is in an MSU garb. I'm a Chippewa. Okay, I don't really care about these. I care about them. I like their clothes. I mean, come on. I got this at Marshalls for like thirty bucks. Hey, Jordan brand. It thinks freaking sweet. I don't own anything U of M. I know you don't. Or Central Michigan. Well, that's because you're an idiot. Oh. Oh. I'm an idiot. 
Yeah. <laughs> what else? <laughs> that, you want? Was, that was a statement, not a question. No. Yeah, you know this because of our pineapple pizza debacle. No, that doesn't make me an idiot. <laughs> it makes me a damn genius because I can understand the complexities between different flavored foods that you top a pizza with. What were, were we arguing on the phone earlier today about something? And I was like, oh, but you like pineapple on your pizza. I cannot remember what yeah. that is now. So Adam over here does not like Bloody Marys because he doesn't like tomato juice. Yes, yes, I remember. Th- okay. So tomato yeah. juice is actually very but healthy for you. It's got vitamin A, which really helps with hangovers. I do, I do like tomatoes, and I do like ketchup. And I'll eat tomato soup with grilled cheese. But you won't eat tomato soup on its own? Nope. What about a nice tomato bisque? Nope. What about a tomato puree? Like, but with meat? Like pureed tomatoes and ground beef? No, that'd be a sauce. Just, just a puree of tomatoes. No, who would eat a puree? Well, I guess you kind of do because it's ketchup. What if I took ketchup and then watered it down and mixed it in with vodka and Worcestershire sauce? That sounds disgusting. Okay. I ha- Make sure before <laughs> I leave, because I will make you a Bloody Mary on Sunday or Saturday when you come over. Um... I'll tell you, you can tell me what else I need. I'm not a communist. I'm not <laughs> a communist beer. <laughs> I mean, kind of. No, I'm not. How am I? All right, fine. Whatever. Take it off. It's not Michigan State. It'd be funny if it was, though. It'd be it? really funny. It'd be really funny. I should have. I should have. <laughs> I'm cold. It's cold in my basement. Maybe if you'd peer. You happy now, Pierre? You happy? Jeez. For those of you who are listening to this on Wednesday and weren't able to watch it on Facebook Live, Adam just took clothes off in the basement next to me. Our ratings are going to go down. <laughs> Which is tough because they're uh, pretty much at the bottom. Because <laughs> what? They're pretty much at oh, the bottom. Oh, our ratings? Yeah. We don't have any. <laughs> I think we had one. No, did I think we? it was your wife. <laughs> Pierre, I keep watching. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. So, yeah, you don't like... Uh, Bloody Marys. And no, I don't like Bloody Marys, and I'm a Chippewa, and I'll root for both Michigan and Michigan State, and I don't have a loyalty when they play each other. I root for good games, so. <sighs> Sorry, I'm a chip. Fire up chess, man. I'm proud. Antonio Brown, Eric Fisher. What up? Antonio Brown is going to be on the, I'm going to guess the Browns next season. I'll, so, let, let's talk about this real quick. We got a minute. Um Antonio Brown, I think, like top five possibilities. I don't know why Lions are putting that. I mean, I guess they could get interesting, but I don't know. Patriots, because you can't count them out of something stupid like that. The Jets, because they have a ton of money. This is in no particular order. Um, someone said the Falcons. I'm not putting the Falcons in this. I'm going to put the 49ers. Ooh, uh, Jerry Rice yep. talked about that. Um, Oakland Raiders, that could be a possibility. I think the, uh, the Colts, too. Um, the Colts would obviously have to do a lot to get him because I don't know it's not really of a destination. But if you got Andrew Luck slinging the ball on a young offensive line, why not? I can absolutely see him so. going to uh, the Pats, unfortunately. Pull a Randy Moss. Exactly. Like, hey, I this is my last big contract. The next one I'm signing is going to be like two or three year deal. Not worth as much as I just signed for. Let's go get a ring. Yep. I think possible. Or the 49ers because why the heck not? Jimmy G's coming back. Full Why the heck not? Exactly. That's my thing. Like, you're going to go a young team. They had two bad years, so they're loaded up on draft picks. So, coming up, 
Beer the Podcast. Matt talks NFL kickers, and we break down the best ways we start our day. We'll be back.
only beer I'll drink all week. Except for the one you just drank. Oh, yeah, that's and right. And the one you're going to have after this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the one you're going to have tomorrow. And the two you're going to have the day after that. So, beer snobs out there, <laughs> and not beer snobs, and everybody who loves beer knows January is double IPA season. Woo! All the special double IPAs come out, uh, including our favorite, one of our favorites, I guess. Probably not everyone's favorite, but uh, Bell's Hop Slam. I don't have glasses because we had technical difficulties, and I'm all flustered right now. So, so pour it on our computers. Yep. Hot. Cheers. Double Cheers. IPA. Rohim. Brewed with honey. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, this is my eighth hop slam today. <laughs> you wouldn't be alive. Ten <laughs> percent, um, like I said, double IPA brew with honey comes out once a year in January. Um, six different hop varietals um, and a massive dry hop of Simcoe and a fantastic liquid. I am going to sound really fanboyish here, but I love hop slam. I do too. It's by far one of my favorite beers. So, as you all know, we work for beer distributors or a beer distributor um, that sells Hop Slam. So, <laughs> Hop Slam Day it was how, a Monday. How convenient, <laughs> right? Right. Um, and Matt, we got their truck delivery. It was like one o'clock in the afternoon. Matt was awesome. Uh, went and grabbed a keg for an account, and by five o'clock, he was sitting there with Hop Slam and like white boy Matt. Decided to text everyone with the hashtag first hop slam of the year. Hop slams like my French vanilla latte. Basic white boy right here. I was wearing my Ugg boots <laughs> and my <Cold>. scarf. <laughs> I hope you have chicken bumps. Chicken pimples. Chicken bumps. Goosebumps? Goosebumps, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was some sort of Wait, weird. You st- <laughs> chicken bumps. <laughs> chicken bumps. Nope. Whatever. You know, <laughs> so Hop Slam's great. I got to say, though, Bells, I understand that you're trying to be ahead of the game with everything, but I don't like on your website you have the uh, carb and calorie count <laughs> of your beers. I, I don't, just ignore that part. I don't I don't drink beer to be healthy. That's why I'm not a McCorbalter fan. You should Like, if I wanted to drink beer to be healthy, I would run after every beer. The the problem, too, is if you're trying to be healthy and drink beer, the amount of beer you have to consume is so much more because of how much we drink. I'm not saying we're alcoholics or anything. We just, it's our job. We drink a lot of beer. So to drink. For the record, my job is not to drink beer. I just <laughs> drink beer. It's part, of the, it's part of the job. <laughs> yeah, whatever. The amount of ultra you have to drink to get the effects of one hop slam is probably more calories than the one hop slam. And you'd have to be you'd be peeing left and right. I had bush light this weekend at your house. All I feel like I did was pee all night. <laughs> I only had like two. <laughs> like, come on. Bush latte. Um, so one funny thing about that though, so you know this, but some of you out there may not know this. Um, Bel- Belgian monks traditionally brewed a lot of beer. And monks they went on uh, fast from from eating for periods of time, sometimes upwards of a month. Well, a lot of these monks they survived by drinking beer. I mean, that was their calories, that was their fats, that was their carbs. And it's pretty interesting to think about that these these Trappist monks, these Abbey monks, they survived just by consuming booze, but they would make them 
different strengths of alcohol, which in those it would have more carbs and more calories depending what time of the year it was. If it was cold, they would drink a, a stronger beer so they'd have more fats and calories to survive a cold week or whatever. It's weird to think about that beer helped save lives during times of fasting, which sort of brings me to a recent post we had on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, it, he was uh, Saint, I don't know what the hell, the hell you say his name, Saint Panasarasius or something like that. Look that up for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he was, a, he was a saint that in the times of uh, when drinking water in major cities were not clean because of E. coli or there was big issues with cholera or whatever it might have been, he convinced people to drink beer instead because during the brewing process, when they boil the water, it would boil out all the bacteria that's in the water. And, I mean, some of the beers that he would tell people to drink was like 2% alcohol considered table beers. I mean, even kids could drink it. But it saved lives because they weren't drinking water. They were still getting necessary hydration and nutrients in their body. St. Arnold of Sosons. I was super close. St. Panasonic. Very close. Is, uh, pretty damn close. Um, so it's it's really cool to think that beer throughout history has saved lives, has the, the Belgian beers that we are used to today were originally brewed to make sure monks didn't die during their fasts. Beer's great. It was a fantastic accidental invention, Adam. So we don't talk religion or anything on the show, but... This has a beer tie-in. I wish when I got confirmed, though, I knew of this dude. <laughs> he is the patron saint of hop pickers hop and pickers. Belgian brewers. Hello. <laughs> Spirit hands. Spirit hands. Um, oh, man. I like him. I mean, I'm not Catholic, so I just don't really... Uh, Right. No, any saints, really. All right. On to Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray has officially announced and declared he is entering the NFL draft. And, okay, my thoughts. Yes. He has two paths in front of him. MLB, guaranteed money. NFL, more money, guaranteed up front, but not long term. Probably more guaranteed money in the MLB. Yep. However, I'm going to preface everything I'm about to say with this. Go get your money, son. Get it while it's hot. I think what he did was very smart. Because by no means declaring for the NFL draft means you get drafted. Or means you're actually going to go through with it, I guess, at the other day. Like, he's not going back to college. We know that. Mm-hmm. So for him to say, hey, I'm not going to go play in the NFL two days before the draft, it doesn't matter. You know, he is going to play football or baseball next year. This could really easily be, since he's already getting paid almost $5 million from the A's, a stronghold move to be, hey, you're not. I want more money. I want to be on the 40-man roster. I want to get a bigger contract. And to do that, I'm going to declare for the NFL draft. And the way the MLB's rules are written, they can now go back and change that contract. The other part of this, the part that I don't like, is that the MLB can go back and change his contract. And they've stopped it so many other times 
But now this one time is, oh, well, we have the publicity. We need to go do it. No, no. It's either a rule or it's not a rule. Yeah. So as much as I love baseball and the MLB, there's so many damn loopholes you can jump into. You can, there's so many hoops you can jump through to... I mean, everything from getting a player from a different country to doing this type of crap where he can... So he, they offered him $5 million to begin with, and he came back and said, nope, I'm declaring for the NFL draft, but I want $15 million from you. If you give me $15 million, then maybe I'll rethink things. So that's a lot of stinking money for a guy that hasn't done anything yet. He, he hasn't done anything, and if you look at the chances of him being successful at the quarterback position in the NFL. They're so slim, but he's listed at 5'11". I've heard closer to 5'8". A quarterback's not going to last at 5'8". If he was a running back... There can only be so many Drew Brees and Russell Wilson. Right. And I'm sorry, I don't see him doing that. Think of Denard Robinson. Exactly. I mean, he was tiny. I mean, he played decent quarterback in college, and then he went to the Jacksonville, and he was a split back. Yeah, and I think if Kyler Murray was willing to do that, his draft potential would be higher because he does run. But yeah, but as a as a quarterback, as a quarterback that just won the Heisman, though, why would he enter the NFL as anything other than a quarterback, or why would he want to? I mean, why? Imagine, imagine if you just won the most prestigious award in college football. As a wide receiver, and they say, "No, you're going to actually be a tight end when we draft you." I I get that, but it's the Tim T- Tim Tebow argument too. If he would have gone in as a different position, would his career lasted more than what three years? True, and it's true. something to look at. Okay, <clears throat> how much does Kyler Murray want to play football versus baseball and? Is he really just, hey, if I strong-arm the A's, I can get the money I want? Which, honestly, at the end of the day, go get that MLB money because it's all guaranteed and you're going to be able to play till you're 40. In football, one wrong move, you're done for the rest of your season, the rest of your career. Mm-hmm. And it's not guaranteed by any means. So, I don't know. Good for him for having the yeah. options, I guess. I think, though, it, it, it's the Tim, T- Tim Tebow effect. I keep saying team. Team. Team Tebow. Team Tebow. No, I think it's the Tim Tebow effect. Like, yes, he won the Heisman. Yes, he's a good college athlete. Michael Sam was the best college defensive player for a year, and he was drafted in the sixth round and didn't even play a regular season snap. So it's one of those things, the college game and the NFL is so different, just like the NBA. College basketball is fantastic. If you look – actually, I'll save this because we're going to talk college basketball later. We're going to talk college basketball later. That's right. We are. <laughs> I was ready to go on a rant, and I got everything in my head I was going to say. And I'm like, no, I need to save it. And I had to get it out of my head, and I just kept repeating myself. So Matt's going to rant about kickers. <laughs> Good transition there. <laughs> awesome job. Yeah, sometimes we get it not right. It's all shows has been. Have you ever, you ever like, drove past a terrible accident, and you're like, man, that was bad. And then you turn around because you want to see it again? Yeah. I hope somebody listening turns around and listens to this again to realize, oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was the first time. Or as I'm, they're going to turn around, and listen I'm to it again. Away from my microphone, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> my microphone. Or they're going to go away and never come back, <laughs> which is oh, more well, likely. I guess that's a possibility too. All right, so 
I decided over the weekend that I had a serious issue. My issue was with fans in the NFL. And really, fans, coaching staff, and some players in the NFL. So, kickers. Kickers on the football team are potentially the most necessary players in the world because they can easily win you a football game. They can just as easily lose you a football game. They're the most important player in the world right before they kick that last second field goal. As soon as they miss it, it's the end of the world. Everybody hates him. All the fans think that he's the worst thing in the world. Uh, all the players, they look down on him except for maybe like two or three. He already feels like garbage. He just lost the game. They don't get paid as well as your quarterbacks and your receivers and running backs. They are just as stinking important, though. Yeah, all they do is kick. That's all they do. Yep, sure. But as we saw with several times throughout this season, Chicago Bears, they had a kicker who hit the uprights six times, Mm -hmm. four times against the Lions. Um, That sucks. Get the uprights to end their season against Philadelphia twice. (laughs) Same kick. (laughs) Get the upright and the crossbar. That sucks. And Goose Island Brewery decided to say, hey, anybody that makes a field goal from 43 yards will buy you beer for a year. Apparently one person hit it and that's it. If if that's even true, I don't even they know. They hit it before that thing on Saturday. Okay. Yeah, because it, it came out during the week that he hit it. Uh, but, yeah, on Saturday, no one did. I, I, I like what they did. It humanized the effort um, that the kicker went through. It humanized what he went through. Everyone's out there talking crap. All right, come. Let's prove it. Yeah. Do you think you're better? I can't. I I can't kick a ten yard field goal. Every fat I mean, SOB sitting on their lazy boys saying, "Oh, I could have kicked it. I always miss that, so he gets paid to do." It's not easy. Yeah. It isn't easy. And if you would have made that field goal, you wouldn't even had a second thought about how important he was to your team. Oh yeah, you I mean, like, yeah, that's right. He made it. I mean, how to. many times do you? I mean, I've even heard every time you get mic'd up player in the sideline, a field goal kicker misses a field goal, and you hear a player say, "Oh, damn kickers, they can't do anything right." Well. He's a kicker. Yeah, he has one job, but you as a running back have one job too. Don't get tackled and run forward. That's your job. And if you suck at it... Make a first down, then you don't got to worry about your kicker. (laughs) The the thing is, if you suck at it, the offensive line gets blamed, not you. Because, oh, they're letting guys through. You're getting tackled too much. It's Kickers deserve more credit than they get. I'm sorry. I just... No, I agree. I I agree. My my entire life, I was always like, oh, they're just kickers. Up until recently, and then over this past week, and I'm like, you know what? Kickers got nothing going for them. They're either everybody's hero or everybody's enemy. They're not even the hero. They're the, oh, yeah, you made the kick. Like, it's never over-the-top hero-ish. It's the last second, though. Not as much as if it was a quarterback who did it or a wide receiver. Oh, very true. Very true. You know, I guess that's a good point. That's, that's my just, thing. They're just kicking they're the ball. Expected they're expected to make it. If it's a 30-yard last-second field goal to win the Super Bowl, yeah, congratulations, you made it. But you know what? The quarterback's going to be the MVP, and this person's going to be greater, and they're going to talk to the defensive line and this and that. Yep. And then your kicker's going to be over point. there. Very so, good point. Yeah. I mean, there's a big difference between a 40-yard field goal and a 60-yard Hail Mary. Exactly. Top six time. <laughs> so... We're going to talk top six breakfasts. Uh, breakfasts is... Breakfasts. I, I am horrible at talking today. I apologize again. I'm flustered. We had technical difficulties. I can't get over it. Breakfasts. Breakfasts. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Number six. You want to go first? You want me? I will let you go first this time. Okay. 
Uh, number six breakfast for me is pancakes and sausage. Uh, it's pretty low on the list, man. Hey, hey, I got some good breakfast. I, I breakfast is by far my favorite meal. I would I eat it for dinner on a regular basis. I'm not even joking. Like I will make eggs, French toast, whatever for dinner, and Melanie eats it, and Jameson eats it. It's great, fantastic. Lucas will eat it when he gets older. I love breakfast. Lucas so. will eat breakfast when he gets older for dinner. Yes. Oh, for dinner. Okay. Um, a bowl of honey bunches of oats cereal. <laughs> I don't even have cereal on my list. I love that cereal specifically for whatever reason. That's fine. Hey, you gotta like what you gotta like, Not man. A sugary cereal, man. Like I would rather eat a bowl of grape nuts over a bowl of, fru- bowl of fruity pebbles. Nice. I'm an old man. Uh, stay regular, you know. <laughs> Need to stay regular. Number five, Tim Horton's Bagel Belt. Uh, it's bagel, lettuce, tomato, an egg. It's fantastic. I love it. It's a great... Hey, I love Tim Hortons coffee, too. Tim Hortons coffee goes with everything. Tim Hortons coffee is the hottest damn coffee on oh, this yeah. planet. It is yeah. nuclear temperature well, you every single it cool. time. That's why you take a coffee from home, which is Tim Hortons coffee, because I buy the grounds. And when you go buy a meal, you get another one. By the time you're done with the first coffee, your second coffee is ready to go. So, Tim Hortons, keep up the good work. Love you guys. Um, so, this next one is kind of an odd thing. Like, really strange. <laughs> Called a French cheesy. <laughs> French cheesy. So what you do? You take uh, two pieces of French toast and you melt a slice of American cheese in between them, and still put syrup on it and eat it. Huh? It's like a grilled cheese sandwich with French toast. I'm gonna have to try that. that it is sounds good. Amazing. Huh. Absolutely. So amazing. You make your French toast. You make your French toast. Cheese in the middle. And kind of like do a little bit on each side to yep, make a melt. Cheese, yeah. Syrup. What kind of cheese? American cheese. American cheese. American, American, American cheese. Craft American single single It's the cheesiest. I don't do American single. Sorry. That's fine. I mean, you can do. But yeah, just your you basic. Want. But grilled cheese, cheese. Like I mean, you wouldn't use like mozzarella. <laughs> not too sharp. Yeah. Okay. Maybe a full baguette. That that's my cheese. That's my go-to cheese. Right. It's good cheese to use. It's good cheese. We'll have to rate cheeses soon. <laughs> I'll put that on the list. <laughs> I think I'm joking. <laughs> Do it before I forget. <laughs> All right. What about number four? Yeah. Number four. Uh, good old-fashioned cinnamon roll. And I will actually put... I made strawberry cinnamon rolls probably about two years ago. And I need to find the recipe and make them again because they were the best cinnamon rolls ever. Fresh strawberries, cinnamon rolls, just fantastic. I loved them. Number four for me. Cinnamon rolls. Okay. I am a huge fan of a three-egg omelet with ham, mushroom, onion, you and your green veggies, pepper, <laughs> and Swiss cheese. Love Swiss it. cheese is an underrated cheese. It is a very delicious cheese. I'm we, gonna get enough we, Swiss you cheese. You know, we're doing life. cheeses next episode. <laughs> I'm a Gouda fan too. Monster, nice monster. <laughs> mm. All right, number three. Blueberry waffles. Nice. I have my own waffle maker. Jameson loves frozen waffles. He will literally walk around the house going, Fula, 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 whatever he says it. And he literally opens the freezer, pulls out a waffle. That's what he wants. He wants it all the time. I'm like, no, 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 no. Um, but we what's, make. What's he say? Fua. Fua, Fuo, something like that. Why does he say that? Because that's how he pronounces waffle. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's how oh, he pronounces okay. waffle. <laughs> um, my but, number three yeah. is. Uh, Good old-fashioned buttermilk pancakes. 
Yes. I mean, that's, there's nothing else to them. Exactly. Pancakes. Exactly. A little bit of butter on there and some maple syrup. It's delicious. I'm game. Number two. Uh, this is a shout out actually to Pierre. It's funny he's listening to this actually. He introduced me to this breakfast when I was working for him. Uh, Big Apple Bagels Breakfast BLT. You go get the, uh, I always do a plain bagel. It's my favorite bagel. Call me weird, I don't care. Um, cheddar bacon cream cheese, lettuce, tomato bacon. They toast it cut in half. Fan freaking fantastic. Uh, Belgian waffle. Nice. Do you, like do, you do the tops and everything? Like, uh, just literally any way I can get that waffle into my body, I will ingest <laughs> it somehow. I mean, it could be top of the stuff. It could be just a plain old waffle. I've even had times where I forget to spray the pan and the top and the bottom of the waffle stick to the thing. Oh, that's so depressing. But so good. My waffle maker has been through the ringer, man. I take that thing camping. The best. I love it. The best thing you stay at a hotel and just have to flip it over to like, Oh, gosh. To like I want one of those so bad. <laughs> oh, They have the pre-measured cups. Like, give me the pre-measured cup. And they're always me... clean. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'll send it somewhere to clean it once a week. I don't care. <laughs> hate cleaning that thing. Um, oh. Belgian right. the Number one, uh, this is my go-to breakfast. I make it at least once a week. Uh, two eggs over easy, hash browns, sausage links, and rye toast. No jelly. This is going to be the most disgusting sounding thing <laughs> you've ever heard in your life. Uh-oh. Um, I have to say there was an honorable mention for me. It was cinnamon rolls I used to buy at the Midland Fair. They were like as big as my face. And there were like two people cinnamon rolls. They were delicious. But my number nice. one breakfast. And here it goes. Don't disappoint. It is a bed of corned beef hash with two to three sunny side eggs on top, sprinkled with shredded cheese, and a side of biscuits and gravy. It is not a very healthy breakfast. No. I'm going to go on a no cardiac arrest one day, sitting in my local establishment eating <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> but it's all right. if there's ever a night where I have one to two to four too many Diet Dr. Peppers, I will go to my uh, my town diner here and I will indulge in a fat-induced meal. I'm already getting feedback about our breakfast and people wanted to try what we said. So, awesome. If you need to replay, listen again. Mattmuse.com on Wednesday. I don't recommend eating the thing that I just said. Don't eat it. Eat it all. You'll die. Eat it all. All right. We got a few minutes. About left. four minutes. Let's talk to college basketball real fast. Um, college basketball is in full swing. We're going to do a bracket, actually. We're going to have you guys vote on it. It's going to be fictional not, sports characters. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be not your typical no, bracket. No, not, not a college basketball bracket at all. A um, few things we wanted to point out, though. Duke, obviously, is really impressive. I, they're actually playing right now. I don't know what the score is, but I got an alert that it's a close game. So, cool. Maybe they'll lose. Um, ACC, obviously, is on fire. Virginia, Duke, North Carolina, even though they're not performing the greatest, um, they still are, are obviously the run of the mill for basketball out east. Um, it's an exciting time in basketball right now because there's so many teams from across the country in multiple different conferences that are in the top 25. Anytime your average basketball fan flips on the TV, they can find a top 25 game right now. Exactly. Or somebody in the top 25, exactly. no matter where they are in the country. It's awesome, awesome to see. I mean, just in the Big Ten, for us, we get five teams in the top 25 right now. 
and you got which is great. Michigan undefeated 17-0. Michigan State um, undefeated in the Big Ten play 15 and two. They have a rough stretch of four five, four to five games coming up, um, but. Again, we're going to see those two. I think it's going to be between them two. Hopefully, Madison Square Garden. That'd be sweet to see. Um, and they're right now, Joe Lenardi has them both on one seeds uh, for March Madness, which is great. I uh, I do believe Michigan State, um, after the last Big Ten win, that was 16 Big Ten victories in a row. Yeah. I think that's what it was. I think that's what it was, too. Last time this happened was when they won the national championship. Yeah. No, they're doing great. They're playing great ball. I'm excited for the Michigan, Michigan State contest this year. An underrated or under, I don't know if it's rated, whatever you want to call it, not talked about, uh, Mac basketball. Everyone knows I'm a chip man. I still watch Mac basketball. I don't care. The 7 of 12 teams have double-digit wins through 16 games. Buffalo is number 19, 15 and 1, and 3 and 0. Uh, their only loss comes actually number 20, Marquette at the time. Um, Central is actually eighth in scoring in the nation, in the nation, with 87.7 points. They're 13 and 3, 2 and 1. They just lost in overtime to Bowling Green. Uh, they lost a heartbreaker to Weber State and at TCU uh, handed them their ass. But it's it's a fun time. I'm a huge basketball guy. I'm a huge college basketball guy, so we're definitely going to keep talking about it. Uh, we'll put some cool bracket thing together probably um, for the actual tournament, but we're going to get uh, some fictional characters set up, uh, former athletes, fictional athletes, I guess I should say, and uh, rock them fun. out, do some voting, and, and have some fun with it. So, um, Yeah, I'm excited. College basketball is great. NBA sucks. But college basketball is fantastic, even though it's really February, March. That's about it. So <laughs> two months of fun. All right. As always, you can reach us. Email mattmuse at gmail.com. Call or text 989-372-1391 and 989-372-1391. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, mattmuse or mattmuse.com. Uh, this episode posts Monday. Go check it out. If you're listening, thank you. Give us a like. Give us a rate. We'll be back on Monday. You had to say, man. Not our best episode. <laughs> Technical difficulties, homie. But I had fun. Me too. It was a good time. We worked through it. <laughs> Later. See ya. That was the Matt Muse Show. Thank you for listening.